Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Listen to These Nerds. My name's Chris, and I'm going to be the GM for this evening, starting on my right. I'm Megan, and I'm going to be playing Jack. I'm Yvette, and I'll be playing Tara. I'm John, I'm going to be playing Chip. Uh, I'm Joey, I'm going to be playing Quincy. Uh, I'm Harry, I'll be playing the character of Franklin. So, this is going to be episode number four of Mythos Unit, where the entire group are going to be playing supernaturally aware police officers who can use the abilities of myths or mythological creatures that they bonded with. This is the recap episode. Mm-hmm. This is the clip show. Yeah. They went to the library. Uh-huh. We already ran out of budget. We're where so they, over budget. Where they subdued a creature known as a bookworm, which had the ability to manipulate paper. After taking it into police custody and giving it a nice little home in the precinct, um, these guys had we a found out bit... that Harry really liked Alice Shrugs. Uh-huh. These guys essentially had a little bit of time to rest and recuperate before they were called in by their... Uh, Chief Superintendent James Hightower, who told them that they had a missing persons case this time. Hmm. Several, in fact. So, to start off, you guys are called into the office. Heading down to the briefing room, you guys see uh, Superintendent Hightower standing behind the desk. Wait, he- Superintendent? Yeah, that's his Mr. Rank. He's always been superintendent. Oh, they was commissioner for some reason. Nope, that's the other guy, the one we always make fun of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterboy. Commissioner. Yeah, ah, but, yes. Yeah, Butter, Butterman. Butterman. Butter, butter, butter figures. Butter. <laughs> Miss Butterworth. <laughs> butter butt. Mm. Alright. So, These yeah. are all on a dry erase board in the break room for the record. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. they, it has like its own curtain, so like right when he shows up, we just like pull it and it closes. <laughs> some of them have check marks What's next to them. Like when the principal comes into the classroom in Matilda, the whole precinct changes. Uh-huh. We have to hide all our better important materials. Alright. Hi, Tower. Uh, if Buttermaker ever comes in here and sees all of this, I'm denying any and all involvement. Fair. Right. So, the reason I called you in today, missing persons case. Three of them all together. What makes you so sure that there are myths involved? Well, because they were me- they were reported as having been myths. Wait, so the three missing people are all myths? That's correct. Oh, that's quite Civilians. troubling. Alright, one of them was reported earlier today. An hour ago, in fact. However, after it was reported, did a little bit of digging. As it turns out, there was another report filed yesterday that was lost a bit lost in the paperwork. It was only after... The sleuthing that I was, I was able to uncover it. That's when I realized just, well, frankly, how out of date some of the system is for filing information related to people who disappeared. Specifically, myths. It gets lost in the system, but now that we have this department, if any reports come in about missing myths, they'll go straight to here. As a result, after a little bit more sleuthing, I was able to find one other case, only one. Unfortunately, this one was from a month ago. Quite the... Quite the busy hour you've had. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you're doing our jobs for us. Well, so hopefully we'll it's be able to hire somebody on to get to do this for us. But essentially, I want to make sure that if anything comes back to bite us in the ass, it won't be because of my fault. CYOA measure then. Mm-hmm. So, first up, he puts one folder down on the desk. This was the one that was filed about an hour ago. A satyr came in to report this. It's her husband. The subject, Theodoros Galatas, commonly known as Ted. Satyr, age 314. He's been missing since yesterday. 
works as a florist in Mythtown, and he routinely goes out to do deliveries. It was during one of these deliveries that apparently he disappeared. He didn't report back, and it was only today that his wife came in to report the fact that he wasn't here. Next, we have another disappearance. This one was taken yesterday. Apparently, yes, we're not exactly sure what myth he is, but he's 12 years old and he's in the foster system. Name? Uh, How are we not sure what myth he is? Well... He's a child! The fact... <laughs> okay, but species is usually... Puberty. Top of the list. A mythical child. He appeared during the, the awakening uh, that occurred three years ago, but frankly, no one knows what he is, not even himself. The boy's name is John Candon, otherwise identical to most human beings, except for the fact that his eyes have golden irises. Approximate age 12, reported missing yesterday the by year his... of the young adult novel. I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Dubois. He didn't show up for school yesterday, and his teacher reported him, called the police to report him missing. Now, finally, the last missing person's case, that was reported about a month ago, but frankly, it got lost in the files because we didn't have this department to take on specific cases involving myths. Lucius Creed, a minotaur, aged 87, worked as a bouncer for a, some sort of pub in the Eastern End. And apparently, no known friends or colleagues. Essentially, he had a few colleagues, but no friends among them. It was his boss and employer who phoned in his disappearance. You think the three cases are connected, or you want us to investigate these individually? Investigate them individually, find out what you can. Not ruling out the fact that they might be connected, but there's a case that they're just individual. Yeah, because, you know, if, you know... Three black guys all disappeared. We totally like say it was a serial kidnapping, right? Not like we're giving myths this, you know, special treatment or anything. Well, as well, well as every political commentary aside, the fact remains is that it's up to you folks to try and find these people. But just to be clear, they were all residents of Mythtown. Mm, he takes a look. The only resident of Myth Town was Galatus. Mm. Well, mm. And where was the boys supposed to hunk? Located in London, in the residential district. Apparently he's staying with a family <laughs> called the Gardeners. That's their last name. As for Lucius Creed, he was living on his own in an apartment. In a ramshackle little place, too. Uh, well, as... So there's nothing really to connect the three as it is, other than... No. Myths. But because of, because of the fact that they're myths, this has been relegated to our department. Or at least I have gone to the lengths to make sure that it's been relegated to us. Anything involving myths comes here. That's yeah. the purpose of Mythos Unit. Alright, so how do we want to split these up then? Well, I, if they have no connection, I think the child takes precedence. Hmm. I'll uh, take the Seder. We also have the wife of the Seder here... Um, she is free to give details. She's in a bit of a state, of course, but if any of you wish to investigate the disappearance of the satyr, that's where you start. Well... Right, well, I'll take that one. I, um, I don't mean to be, um, difficult, but mm. if he's only been gone for 24 hours, then I can't say that's much of a, necessarily, a disappearance automatically. No, but the fact is his wife reported it in, so we have at least some obligation to look for it. Just for the record, kids, it does not require a minimum amount of time before you can report someone missing. You can do so immediately. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, 
the police are generally won't be like, oh, oh my gosh, blah. like all hands on deck. Especially when, yeah, especially there might unless, be other unless they find like his bloody clothes yeah. in the driveway. A <laughs> bloody hoof. <laughs> yeah. A foreign yeah. case. Yeah, I. On the off chance that this is some sort of serial kidnapping, uh, the Sater case is the the freshest. So if if there is even something going on there. There, we might want to put at least two, at least uh, two investigators on that. I think the rest of us should look into the child, though. The right. So, me and Tara will be on it. I was gonna say I'll volunteer to take the guy that nobody likes, who doesn't have any friends, because I'm great with people. Uh, I mean that's gonna be pretty cold at this point. Mm. How long ago was that? A one? month. One month. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty cold. Yeah, I mean the she's child was still within the first so forty-eight. On it. I, I mean. Um, Mr. Blackthorn, could you... Blackthorn? Blackthorn. Blackmore. Blackmore, yes. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I am not a Blizzard first-person shooter. Joey, I can see your butt. <laughs> Stop looking. <laughs> I wonder if that I know it's tantalizing. <laughs> so tantalizing. It's like looking into the sun. <laughs> now, man, I'll make you, you go blind? You can't look into the sun. But anyway. Um, yeah, Quincy? If you could mm, help Miss Dubois, that would be. Uh, it would be a, a. You would be doing me a solid. What? <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I think his accessibility would be better off with trying to find the child first. Mm-hmm. His, his ability to read objects. He, he's been an amazing crime scene investigator thus far. Well, it, it's up to you, but I, I do believe Miss Dubois needs someone. Oh, what? Did someone mention you, you already left. <laughs> you have to get some water. <laughs> You've already decided. We ruled that you already left. Fine. So I'm telling him to kind of like watch over you to make sure you don't do something. All right. Put yourself into danger. She can turn into stone. She'll be fine. <sighs> well, I'll make sure. Well, hold on. You'd probably have to go to the uh, cold case files, wouldn't you? Sure. Wouldn't be cold. Would she know where it is? <laughs> That's a good question. Or she'd have fiercely Googling. Yeah, where does this guy live? Where is he? How to make area? friends. <laughs> no, I'll just interrogate him. I mean, or everybody else that's there, not him. Yeah. Look through his shit. Alright, I'll track her down and make sure she doesn't do anything stupid. Besides, I have some things that I should look into cold case anyways. And I'll head out to find where the hell Dubois went off to. Then I guess it's you and me on the child case then? That's me and you, Black Tower. On the same. <laughs> if you're going to make the finger gun at me, at least make sure that you get my name right. <laughs> Shit, hi, Tower. You guys in your British, like, hiff names, it's very easy to start switching them up. As much as I'd like to help you, unfortunately, that's not an option right now. I'm a little busy looking after the bookworm that you folks picked up. Apparently, last night, one of the interns thought it would be funny to feed it the first book of Twilight. So we've got a bunch of paper vampires running around the building? Or no, the poor teams. thing's had indigestion all night. Oh, topical. Burns. Take that, Twilight. Take that, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, all of our 14 been, to 16 year old female fans. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so uh, yeah, I will go off and find... Where did Tara run off to, anyways? Um... Well, did Hightower bring up any information from us, or no? 
I mean, you like, would be able to did go he reference. Bring us dossiers? Or uh, yeah, there's a folder that he gave us. Yeah, I probably stole the dossier and left. Oh, that's really stealing. Swiped it and left. Mm. Put it in my hands and went away. Took it away. So yeah. If there's an address in there, I'll be heading to the address. Yeah. So I give you a call. Like, so I search around the office, realize I'm not there, and then I give you a call. Hello? Oh, Dubois, Blackmore. Uh, looks like we've been assigned the case together. Uh, where are you? I don't think you're in the building anywhere. Um, I am on the bus. Well, I guess it's the... Yeah, the bus. Uh, heading towards, uh, this person's apartment. <laughs> Alright, I'll meet you there with the van. What's okay. the address? Uh, blah, 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 address. Oh, I'll meet you at blah, address. <laughs> Already? This town has crazy street names. <laughs> They're fucking non-Euclidean as hell. Um, which ones are you guys going after again? Uh, the Metazar. Okay. And who's taking care of the Seder case? Alright, Jack. Solo mission! Pew, 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 pew. Well, right. look at it this way. When you're the only person on the team, you're by default the hero. <laughs> okay, so... You... I tried to bring the girl! <laughs> so we're gonna go with Tara and Franklin first, then. Alright. Okay, taking the address in hand, essentially the person who called it in was the Minotaur's employer. Apparently a fellow who works at a bar where the Minotaur worked Wait, the is this like the same bar as the other bar? No, there, there was more than one pub in there. Uh, okay. This bar is apparently a dingy little place called the Rusty Spear. Mm. Yeah. Driving down a ways, you eventually find it off to one side. Um, it's definitely a run-down little brick building, and the sign hanging outside depicts a very drunk William Shakespeare. So, heading inside... Uh, I get it. Mm. Uh. Yeah, the stench of alcohol and... Yeah, you're not sure what else that is. You just really hope it isn't urine. Immediately hits your nostrils like Smells a Smells exactly like urine. <laughs> and even at this time in the morning, about... Yeah, I'd say uh, 10 a.m. Even now, it's still... Mm. Uh, you know, it's still got quite a few patrons inside here. Tons of people that are, you know, eventual lowlifes, thugs, you know, a lot of guys with tattoos, scars here and there and stuff like that, and they all sort of glance towards you as you two enter, then turn back to their drinks. Ah, oh, Tara got there first. You took the bus, I took a car. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. <clears throat> now this is what I call a British pub. Right. Can uh, you feel the ambience? I can feel something. It's certainly not ambience. Oh. Uh, out of curiosity, anything I should know about Minotaurs before going into this? Uh, go ahead. Roll. Nope! <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Two threes? <laughs> Alright. Uh, they're big, they're strong, they're tough, and when they throw a punch, it really fucking hurts. And he's missing, so... You know, for someone that's supposed to be an investigator of myths, I kind of expected more from that. I mean, I've heard of a Minotaur, for Christ's sake, so I barely paid attention through high school. I, they, Tara you, you wouldn't have heard about it in high school. and, like, stares at you. You might have read the... Uh, yeah. 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 Well, next time, Franklin, you can just Google that. <laughs> Alright, don't fucking punch me again. So yeah, we'll go up to the bartender. Okay? Yeah. It's a fellow who seems to be wiping some ambiguous stain off the counter. Uh... Heavy set fellow with a very thick 
five o'clock shadow that's running over his second Ooh. chin. What little hair he has is dyed back and combed to the back of his head, and as he's polishing the countertop, you can see there's a scar running down his right forearm. Alright, what was the name of the uh, Vic again? Nor uh, the victim was Lucius Creed. Lucius Creed. Uh, excuse me, are you the owner and proprietary of this establishment? He looks up at you just, um, and as soon as he sees your badges, uh, his uh, look immediately turns suspicious. Wait, you and your badges presented openly? Well, no. no. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So, he just, well, he still casts a suspicious look at you two anyway. Eh, aye. Uh, Inspector Blackmore and Dubois Mythos Units. We're at the, at the single word inspector, his eyes narrow noticeably. We're investigating the disappearance of uh, Lucius Creed. We were under the establishment that he worked here. Christ. Look, I already found it in about a month ago. I thought you would, folks would have looked for him by now. And what? You're coming back here to investigate it some more, then? Well, we are just covering all of the options, sir. And if you don't mind, we do have a couple questions. It won't only take a minute of your time. Look, I'm a little busy, and I've already found somebody to, fi uh, to fill Creed's shoes. Or hoof prints, as it were. And if you've got any questions, they might have to wait. I'm going to use my empathic insight on this guy. Sure. He hates cops. <laughs> oh, big surprise. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Going there, guns blazing. So, yeah, uh, uh, so two hard dice, basically. <laughs> Unless he has some sort of ability to magically hide his emotions. <laughs> you read him like an open book. Scran? All right. So, it, yeah, there is a stink of suspicion and a little bit of fear coming off of him. It's obvious that there is something say, about his business that he could be hiding or something that he doesn't want the cops interfering with. Essentially, he wants you out of his bar. Right. And not to mention he... Well, he basically saw Creed as just an employee rather than anything else, and given how quickly they might go through employees here, never really cared that much about him. Yeah, not enough to warrant him giving you more information and possibly having you guys come back over and over again. Mm. Look, we're just here to investigate Mr. Creed's disappearance. Now, if we have probable cause, we can always come back here with a warrant and see what we can dig up. I'd rather do this with a rather, you know, hands-off approach, as it were. Roll me a check. With what? either diplomacy or in intimidate, whichever you feel is more appropriate to what he said. I'm going to use persuasion. So, okay. six dice. Uh, two threes. All right. He looks you up and down. Tell you what I've heard earlier, okay? I pull out my notepad. He didn't show up for work, so I tried calling his cell. Didn't hear anything on the other end. Then I heard a voice. It wasn't Creed's. It was some Irish bloke. I don't know. Does he have any uh, acquaintances here that might fit the description? I don't Colleagues. know. Didn't talk about his fucking social life. <coughs> the way I figured, he probably associated with more myths or more minotaurs. Mm. And all right. And after that, he just simply stopped showing up for work? More or less. Hmm. Wasn't my job to look for him. Hmm. You wouldn't, uh, do we have his apartment on record already, or do we not have that information? Uh, you have his apartment All on right. record. Alright. Well, thank you, sir. Hopefully this will be the only investor, the only time that we'll need these things. But in the meantime, but, uh, thanks to you for your time. Mm. Um, we might be back, Tara he, says. <laughs> he shoots you a loaded glance before uh, going back to his bar. Mm. Irish bloke. I'm sure there's a lot of them. 
Mm, well, not after bre- not uh, after Brexit, they seem to have really not liked that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We have to establish this. Did that happen here? Um. Yes. Sure. Why not? Okay. Mm. I'll have to create an alternate universe where things happen. That's just too much work. <laughs> My imagination can't stretch that My far. My mind is blown. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, well, I checked it over, and other than maybe, so judging from him, it doesn't look like he's got much in the way of actual things in this. He's doing something illegal, but I'm certain it's not, but I'm fairly certain it's not revolt to employee to Mr. Creed's disappearance. So, want to check out his apartment? Do you think he might have left any personal belongings at the bar? Uh... Probably not. I mean, these sorts of jobs don't exactly have lockers on staff. Hmm. 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 All right, I guess going to his house would be the next best source. All right. You can sort of, like, do some kind of magical thing where you just, like... I have my ways. Magical things? Yes. When you have the things that the people had? Yes. Before? Yeah? Okay, good. All right, so we'll head to the car, and in the meantime, we'll switch over to somebody else. Okay, John, Joey, you two are investigating the missing child case. Yes. Okay, so what do you want to investigate first? Well, we go to the talk to the parents, right? Okay, so the foster home where he lived then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So taking a look, the gardeners. Let's see. They live at four fifty two East Clemens Road. It's about a twenty five minute drive away. So eventually you get there, and it seems to be yeah located in the suburbs. I guess you know a little iron rock fence with a nice little two story house and stuff. A pretty thick garden as well, with lots of garden gnomes as well. <laughs> Wait, the gnomes are alive! <laughs> the gnomes yeah. kidnap the children. You realize how inaccurate the gnomes are compared to their real-life components when you look at them. Do you think their... like real-life gnomes think when our garden gnomes are like super racist? It's like little blackface people. <laughs> oh god. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, the two of you head up to the front door and you ring the doorbell. It gives off a Moment. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a few seconds later, a harried-looking man uh, comes to the front door. He seems to be a bit heavy-set, with yeah, red hair and a few freckles across his face. Looks at the dude. Can I help you, officers? Uh, hello. Um, we're here. Um, I, I'm sorry. My, my my apologies. I'm Inspector Adams. I'm Inspector Adams. No, no relation. relation. Didn't ask. They saw the look in your eye. <laughs> look, this is about the boy, isn't it? The boy? Y- yes, um... I wonder who lives under the stairs. <laughs> yes, I know, right? <laughs> yes. Um, we're with a special unit focusing on uh, myth-related investigation. Uh, he gives a side Alright, what do you want to know? Uh, when was the last time you saw the child? Yesterday, when he left for school. Okay. Did you um, want he's dead? <laughs> yeah, empathy, empathy, is he, like, tired of questions, or is he a shitty foster parent? Uh, four oh. ones. Yeah, you can't really tell. No. Uh, wait, wait, four ones? Yeah, oh, oh, he, yeah, he does it really quickly, but it's a shitty, like, Oh, it's height, gauge. Yeah, okay, it's height. Yeah, you can tell he's frustrated, but that's about it. Uh, two sixes. Two sevens. Right. Oh, two sevens, yeah. Both. You can tell that he's frustrated, he's... Uh, frustrated with the kid, but also with the fact that this kid is now, you know, bringing police to his house, not for the first time, to ask him questions about where the kid might be. Did, um... Oh, sorry, what's the kid's name? John. Did John have a 
history of running away? No. He's been here the whole two months or so that he's been living with us. Hmm. No, no issues in his personal life or school? No. Look, you see has somebody been by already? Yes, we had a few officers by yesterday to look into this, but I told them that exactly what I'm telling you. We've made sure that while he's been here, he keeps his nose and his business to himself. Okay. Uh, quick question. Was that, like, written in our report that somebody had come and talked to this guy before? Um, yeah, but the evidence was inconclusive. If anything, the more, in more information was gathered from the elementary school teacher than anything else. Okay, because I, I didn't realize that. I thought, like, that... Yeah. Just making sure there wasn't any fake cops. Yeah, that's basically what I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They just, it was the real police. They just, he, uh, he was probably just really cagey and didn't say anything to them. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, um, can we inspect the boy's living space? At this, he rolls his eyes. Fine. Come on in. Alright. You seem tense, sir. You should, um... Frankly... Some, some breathing techniques that were very effective. <laughs> Listen, officer. Not to be polite, but I ask that you mind your own business in regards to that. Oh, yes. He, some brief tranquility, motherfucker. He leads you to over to... Yeah. The yeah, door. Said, there are two rooms upstairs, uh, both of them belonging to the kids. Um, yeah, you see that in one of them, there are two beds. One of the right side of the room is pretty much festooned with pretty much movie posters involving action heroes and little toy models and stuff like that. The other one is pretty barren. More or less, just a, yeah, maybe a few school books here and there, but it's otherwise very neat and tidy. Is John your only foster child, or do you... No, we've got two kids of our own. They're at school right now. Mm. Alright. Okay, I'm gonna roll forensics. Did, okay. did you and John have a fight at all, and disagreements before he ran off? And I'm gonna mm. roll empathy on this one. Um... Two tens. Wow. Give yourself a willpower. Uh, I don't think you get it if you spend willpower. Nope, you do. It, it, it neutrals out. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, he's always been... Well, we try to have him be agreeable, but frankly, he did, still doesn't know the rules about living in our household, and... Oh, what rules are those? <laughs> if you do anything wrong, you get the belt. If you do things right, you get less the belt. It's gonna be like something totally reasonable if this kid's actually like a monster. <laughs> don't be out past eight. We don't want time to do all your homework before you go to bed. No, we don't want to hear any reports from school about any trouble. Oh, and he, he violated one of these rules? Well, he did Not exactly. <laughs> he didn't at all, actually. He, he was ne- perfect. He never smiled during dinner. <laughs> this is actually my way of like, conveying my grief. I'm stressed. Well, <laughs> we I love that boy. We have other smaller rules in this household that we feel are agreeable towards children his age, but like he still refuses to be complacent involving them. So we did, did you did you mean compliant? It doesn't matter what I said. <laughs> oh, my apologies. The fact is, you understand what I mean. Yeah. As far as foster, you're very stressed. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Listen, when they came to us telling us that we there was a possibility that our next child would be a myth. We didn't we didn't expect such an oddity. Oh, um our reports only stated that he had strange eye color. Well, things have been going on. Strange lights uh, emanating from his room when no one else is around. And 
little things keep happening, little happenstances around here. We can't explain it, but the boy's odd. He keeps mostly to himself. And the children, they tell me that he's been rude to them, and that, and that he's been pulling my daughter's hair and such, and he's denying it, of course, but honestly, you can't tell what he's capable of from myths like him anyway. Uh, here's a Sorry, I'm, I'm not familiar with the foster care system in, in your country. Uh, are you forced to take on a myth if you don't want one? Or did you, or, or were you given the option to... We were given the option. We assumed that it would be some, you know, small, compliant little thing that would be... You know, <laughs> a a slave, Like a dobby. We wanted a vet. We wanted a dog that gave us tax benefits. <laughs> Actually, I would assume, like, taking in a foster myth child gets you way more money than having a normal mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. You're probably at a better tax benefit. Right. So. Well... What was your forensics roll again, John? Yeah, so I got two eights. I'm looking for specifically um, things that, like, I I might have seen in runaway cases before, like evidence of having, like, a go bag or... Yeah, having packed up. Ha- uh, yeah, having everything packed up. Anything that that shows that the the child was either ready to run or, or prepared to move at, at a moment's notice. Um... No, you don't find anything like that. Looking at the bed sheets, you notice several faded stains as though they were... Uh, he was peeing. As though he was wetting the bed repeatedly. Okay. And aside from that, uh, yeah, it doesn't really seem to be anything else. Okay. Alright, well, it doesn't look like he had planned to move. Do, do I notice? I, I'm gonna see if I notice this. Um, I, actually, do I notice anything, like, any personal... Uh, uh, like, effects, things that he would have clearly taken with him if he were to run? Actually, no. You see, um, several, uh, toy, like, little miniature Power Rangers on the bedside table, but all of the paint's been worn off of them, as indicating that he had them for quite a while. Do you, do, do Forrest show me that, the evidence of the, uh, shitty bed sheets? Sure. Oh, she'd be having some issues. I could recommend a very good laundromat oh, nearby. for Christ's sake, is he wet the bed again? I mean, he takes a look. That's the seventh time this month. You know, and I pull out out of my coat a uh, pamphlet. <laughs> you gotta be a chill guy. <laughs> no, it's just it's like it's it's count it's family counseling. You seem to um having some issues. You need to work out with your uh, foster child. I recommend this counseling service. It's very. Are you effective. finished here or not? Uh, okay, so just to be clear. Um, it, it looks like if he was going to run away, he would bring the Power Ranger toys with him. Looks okay. like it. All right. Well, it doesn't look like he ran away, so that's probably a kid. So it looks like we are dealing with some sort of kidnapping. Um, have you had any strange phone calls or uh, anything of the sort? He shakes his head. No. All right. Well, um, there has been uh, some speculation that this may be a. Related to some other kidnapping cases. Um, children? Uh, not children, myths. So if it's a... There's possible... We have run into evidence that there have been anti-myth groups in the area before. I suggest you keep an eye out for any uh, suspicious people in the neighborhood. There's There may be a chance that somebody would uh, attempt to target you for being a myth sympathizer. Is that at this his eyes noticeably widen and he seems to be thinking hard about this? You 
You think that's a possibility? I don't think it, it's a high possibility. We The ring we caught was completely disbanded. We were, um, though if this is related to the other myth cases, it may be a uh, prejudice issue. And I'll have to the, talk to your wife about this then. Mm-hmm. Just something to keep... Uh, just wanted to make sure you were aware in case something uh, could happen in the future. Uh, and he'll actually take out his personal like card with his cell phone. If something does happen, and uh, the, from what we can tell, the kidnapper, uh, one of our other cases involved a minotaur. So if they, they're in some way uh, enhanced or perhaps even myths themselves, you might might require somebody with a little more skill in dealing with the supernatural. Give me a call if you see anything suspicious. All right. He puts the card in his pocket. All right, so thank you. Will that be everything? Yes, that, that'll be all. Okay. With that, he goes over to the sheets and begins ripping them off the bed. Damn, it's another load of laundry. I hate laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Takes so much time. All right. Such a waste. Uh, Let's quit. Just a thought. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't so, know. Let's jump over to the last member of our group. Jack. 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 Alright, so, his wife is currently in the precinct as well, and apparently if you want information, that would be the best place to go. Right, well, I'll, I'll go see her and, and start okay. Time to hit on somebody's wife! How <laughs> dare you! I'm classy. He only believes in pure love. Besides, uh, there's a really hot nymph. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a hero. Yeah. Springtime meadow or whatever. <laughs> Spring meadow. Spring meadow. I was like, that's close! <laughs> almost the same yeah. day. Okay, so, um... What was the satyr's name? The satyr who's missing Ted. is... Te- 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 Teodoros. What was the last name of? Galatas. Galatas. Galados. Galatas. Galatas? Galatas. So, his wife, Aileen, is currently in... Well, essentially a room set aside for people who need to report missing family members. It's not an interrogation room or anything. Aileen Galatas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hang inside. Um, satyrs don't stand very tall. She's about maybe four feet tall, but she's made even smaller by the fact that she's sitting on a chair that, you know, her little hoofs don't quite reach the ground. Oh, and, uh, uh, yeah, really she seems to be, she'd be Sorry. middle-aged by human standards, and dorm. with, <laughs> yeah, you, you see, mostly human, except for, you know, long locks of curly brown hair, small horns that are poking through, and large oh my go- God. Uh, goat-like ears so that cute. are... Oh, Large goat-like ears that are currently wilting down to frame Oh, because she's sad! Uh-huh. Oh. And, and she's wringing her hands back and forth, um, a handkerchief clenched in her hands, uh, and, yeah, a very nice little floral dress that she's wearing as well. Oh, thank you very much for coming in, Miss Galatos. I know this is a very trying time for you. Please, uh, call me Aileen. Aileen, nice to meet you. I'm uh, Detective Jack Houston. Uh, I've been assigned to your husband's case. Thank Um, you. Now, when was the last time you saw uh, Ted? Well, uh, 
Ted, you see, we own a, uh, he's a florist. We, we both are. And uh, every morning he goes out to make deliveries. And, uh, well, yesterday he had a few stops to make, four in total, in the morning, then come back. But All right, take as much time as you need. I understand this is very um, difficult. He had a few stops to make. He told me he'd be back before noon. And, uh, he, oh, Ted! And with that, no, she, no, I was waiting for no. it. I was waiting what for it. What up, Chris? She lifts up the handkerchief to her face and goes, oh. I, I, I put my hand on her shoulder. It's all right. We're going to find your husband. Okay. Now, could you maybe piss the roster on a delivery as he had that morning? I, I, I wrote it down. It's right here. She hands it over. Um, Thank the you. first is William DeVry, uh, the item to be delivered, one bouquet of roses. Next, Fulger and Sons. It's apparently a cafe. Three collections of what's called a wildflower blend. The third, the third delivery... Illicit. <laughs> I like it. The third, Nancy Nunnemaker, one arrangement of magnolias. And finally, the last person on the list is Beatrix Patton, two bouquets of tulips, three bouquets of begonias. And when any of these uh, regulars would they would have known them? Fulger uh, 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 and Son, they always have a weekly delivery. Nancy Nunnemaker as well, but the other two are they're, they're new. Uh, we hadn't heard from them before. Right. And um, was it, was your husband acting strange that morning? Did he seem in his normal spirit? She shakes her head, just choking up a little bit. <laughs> He always, he gave me a kiss on the cheek, like he always does. It's very nice to find love. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Uh, I don't know anything else. I'm just so worried that he's gone missing or that somebody's taken him. Please, you have to find him. I do have a few more questions, but then you're welcome to to go home. Um, Do you have anyone who might dislike him? No. Everybody loves my Ted. He's... You wouldn't hurt a fly. Right, and where did he regularly hang out? Where could I find um, some people who knew him? Ted. <laughs> he did have... Um, there is a cafe in Midtown that, uh, that that he did go to. To... Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, they... Uh, they <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's been a very stressful day. Yes, I understand. Take as much time as you need. <sighs> Yep, she takes a slow, deep breath and lets it out again. It's, the name of the cafe is Sunrise Hollow. It's a, it's sort of a gathering place for many people who enjoy, who like to start the day off and spend time there. We go there all the time for afternoon coffees. I love old people. I love starting the day in the afternoon. She sounds old. She sounds kind of old. She likes to go out for coffee. It's the goat in her. It's the satyr voice. Sure. Sure. Cutie. Um, Um, If we need anything else, I'll be sure to give you a call and we'll we'll keep you updated on what's going on. um, Okay, she blows her nose again. Rest assured, Ted will be home soon. Thank you. Yeah. You got the info. Where are you going to go first? Um, well, first I'm going to follow the route he took in the morning, so I'll start with his first delivery. Okay, so you take a look and... Uh, you take a look at the list of addresses, and using a map, you kind of plot them out. It seems to be a neat little route that leads away from Mifftown a little bit of a ways into London. So overall, it's... Yeah, he seems to 
have it on Pat, and he was he left the house at about 6.30 in the morning, and the first delivery was supposed to be at about 7 o'clock. Okay. Well, I go to his first delivery. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's an apartment building, and looking up the na- list of names, we find uh, DeVries on the list of buzzer names. Okay. Yes. Hello? Hi, police. Uh, do you have a minute to speak? Oh, yes. Um, me? Oh, Oops. oh. Uh, sure. Um, just, uh, just a minute. Let me cram all this weed into my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me one second. Black. Just, Black. just standing right there. Just don't move an inch. <laughs> and, yeah, so a young man who appears to be around the age of a college freshman comes downstairs. Uh... Yeah? Just reading the weed. He's so stoned. So fresh. You're not mine, man! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's wearing a hoodie and oversized jeans. Uh, Yeah? Don't don't be too wary there, son. I'm just um, looking into disappearance. Uh Uh-huh. I understand, was it one week ago? (laughs) Because guys are looking back and forth. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> How long ago was the, the uh, this one was oh, this was twenty four hours. This was yesterday. No, yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. I this is. The kid yeah. Was, oh, sorry. No, I thought the kid was yesterday. No, no. the kid was a week ago. No, the no, kid was. Um, they, they were both a day. Ago. The kid was yesterday and the seder, but the kid was recorded yesterday. The seder was recorded today. Ah. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I understand you had a, a delivery yesterday of some roses. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Roses. Oh. <laughs> my wife. Wa- yeah, was my wife, you see. Or, no. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's my freshman college, my wife. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man, you fucked up. <laughs> um, GM speaking slip of the tongue. Yeah, um, it was it was from my girlfriend, you see. Um, yeah, I had a bit of a falling out of the other week, so we, um, yeah, that was... Just... Took me a week to, to think of this. To <laughs> think of this brilliant Look, plan. <laughs> Wasn't getting any booty. Left. She left town, then she came back. Just yesterday. Right, well, I'm not too concerned with your, um... <laughs> she got me flat on the secretary. It's been a rough day. Oh, um... I'm actually concerned with the man who delivered the flowers. Oh, um... Uh, do you remember what he looked like? Uh, yeah, um, it recommended to me by a friend of mine. Um, little fellow, one of those, um... Uh, goat men. Satan. Oh, yeah, those, yeah. Goat men is their word. <laughs> never knew much about, uh, Greek... Goat men isn't racist, is it? Knowledge I'm man. not sure. <laughs> gray air. Gray air. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, little fellow. Uh, glasses. And he was here um, about when you expected? It should have been around 7am? Uh-huh. That's right. I don't know why I'm suggesting answers. Um, but, yeah, that's... Damn, leading the witness. Yep. <laughs> I'm a very bad detective. Is he, um, is he missing? Is that, is that all you need? Um, did he seem strange in his way at all? No. No. Um... And he- Left without incident? No, he had, he had a little cart with him as well. Uh, but aside from that, no, nothing. A little, wait, what, cart? Yeah, where he keeps the Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> what? I thought he said, like, he had a little cart with him. I'm like, really? Like, he just carries it around and he has a nap just in the middle of his workday? Satyrs are notoriously lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's a stereotype. It's okay, they're not. Um, this but... human-run media. <laughs> but, yeah, he uh, dropped off the flowers. I gave him, uh, you know... The usual amount, and then he uh, went on away. Right. Well, I will need to take down your statement and have you sign it and uh, get your phone number in case we need to follow up. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I think that should be about it. It's quite straightforward, but mm. so I get him to sign a little. And don't leave town. Here you are. All right. Excellent. Uh, we'll be in touch. <sighs> okay. Um. Have a have a good day. You too. Okay. 
And yeah, you. What is that man hiding? You head, you Shit, head, tons of weed. Yeah, he heads back inside, and you can see him uh, give an audible sigh of relief before heading back to the elevator. What's he opens cow? the elevator, it just billows <laughs> I, smoke. Baggies <laughs> fall out of his pocket. Mom's <laughs> <laughs> all the spaghetti. <laughs> Pile of spaghetti with a bunch of. Weed. I imagine freshman in university. Yeah, I don't think he's nervous about kidnapping. <laughs> Uh huh. We're, we're good. Oh god, the kidnappers, they left behind this bomb as well. I can't, I can't <laughs> they forced all these drugs onto me! <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't want to take them, but they had a gun, and I was scared. <laughs> so, we're gonna take a break from you, and we're gonna head over to the Minotaur team. Alright. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.